the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, back to Lifeline. And we are back. The time, 6.08 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Let's go to line number two and talk with Idris and Hayward. Idris, are you there? Idris on line number two. If Idris is not there, then we can pick up on line number three with JB and Rona Park. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Pastor? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on? It was a pleasure meeting you for the first time at your service. That was a that was a that was that I you know I went to my church and I said let me go on and check this out and I came through and I felt right at home. Beautiful, beautiful congregation. I appreciate everything y'all did yesterday. That hey, look, did you get a chance to meet any of the brothers? Did you holler at anybody beside me? No, I just kind of walked in. I did my typical high shake hands, but I didn't like inter- formally introduce myself to anybody. But there were a lot of some some good vibes around there. Sure, sure. So I'm saying, you know, next time you come through, and this just is about the larger brother, brotherhood. We 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 got an open community at Grace. A lot of guys your age, uh, cool brothers. You know, if you ever decide to like pop in on a Saturday morning, we do men's meetings uh, once a month on Saturday mornings. Just keep up with the schedule. If you ever come in, you'll get a chance to meet a bunch of brothers who are very clear. Uh, whose minds are wide open, who are who are thinking clearly, and you definitely want to be part. You definitely want to have that kind of camaraderie, uh, you know, uh, for yourself as a young brother man out there dealing with people that, as you know, you know, are all that on board with being proactive when it comes to a lot of the things that are taking place. But in any event, it was good seeing you yesterday, man. Good. Absolutely. I saw you getting on that guitar. I was like, okay, okay, I see you on the guitar. But uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. I love some music, man. I love some music. What's your thoughts? As, yeah, so actually, I actually want to um, throw out there. So I, I watch Netflix, and Netflix is nebulous. It's not good or bad. However, however, you know, when you get on Netflix, they kind of give you like the top 10 most viewed shows or documentaries. And I'll check them out because every no matter what I watch, I watch it through a biblical filter. Like, sure, what, what, sure. What, what can I learn through this? And Absolutely. if it starts going to a place where they twisting doctrine or something, I'm like, ah, okay, I see what you're doing, devil. And I just Absolutely. some stuff where people can watch the Matrix or Mortal Kombat and just see Earthworm versus Good Evil. Like it's all it's all taking out the Bible and they just put their little twist on it. I know what I'm watching. Sure, sure, but sure. I get I realize, it. I'm sorry. What was that? No, I'm saying to you, I get it. No, we we filter everything that way too. You're free to do that. That's that's how you grow and learn. You you have to you have to span the gamut of information and data. Movies the same way. I can tell you a number of movies where we we used to do this before COVID here on the program. You don't know this, but we would take movies and we would actually put a gospel framework on it, like like the Book of Eli. Um, we did a framework of, of gospel redemptive paradigm on that, or um, uh, the the other one with our brother that did uh, Rwanda. Uh, yeah, Rwanda. What was that called? Black Panther. We did we did a gospel framework right. on that too. Right. So there are ways that right. that's what you can do. You can redeem it, and when you see that it gets ugly, you know you you thank God that you can see it. 
Right, right. But what I would, yeah, so, and, and some people don't even know how to do that. They just stay away from secular. I'm like, secular is a man-made word. God got all right. this in control. But sure. what sure. I was going to talk about is I realized that this new generation, the, 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 the 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, all the way through 21, it's, it's going to be bad because a lot of them do not have a biblical foundation. And what they've done, what they did when I was young, what they did when you're young, is, you know, they make the ways of living look cool, attractive, harmless, natural. Sure, sure. But it's so against God, but they show it in a seed form. So when right. I tell people, like, do you not see what they're, what, what, what's behind that? How And people say, yeah, I don't know why they threw that in that movie, or I don't know. That doesn't seem appropriate, but they still watch it. And they still let their right. kids watch it. And I realize this is, this is, and, and the Bible says, do not be, I think it's uh, Corinthians 2.11, do not be unaware of the schemes of the enemy. And I said, I hate to be it, but the Apostle Paul is talking about people who are woke or who are awake. A lot of people are seeing the schemes and the seeds of the enemy through these shows, through the Internet, through the politicians, and they can't even point it out until it becomes a beanstalk. And now you can't even control it. And you're like, well, if I knew this was where it was going to go, but this is why God sends warning ahead of time, like, this is evil. This is demonic. They're going to make it look cool, attractive, natural. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. But that Sodom and Gomorrah once upon a time was probably not that way. And then God saw what it became, and we saw how he dealt with that. So I just really want to put it out there. Like, this new generation, like the, the, the 5 through 21, I can only imagine what my future kids are going to have to be dealing with because I'm seeing it now at 35, and I'm just, I can't watch one new show without them sliding in that stuff. And I'm like, yo, I'm just trying to watch you know, <laughs> show, but you guys keep sneaking that in there. If I wanted to look for this trash, I know where to go. But I just wanted your thoughts on that. No, you, you, there are a number of lines that I, if you were, if you were in our uh, theology class, I would tell you to, to frame it because what you do, once you capture concepts, you frame it because if you can understand underlying themes, underlying mechanisms, underlying agendas, underlying trajectory, like when you use the term seeding, when you seed something, you are actually cultivating, integrating into a culture, uh, a new element, seeding, S-E-E-D-I-N-G. And when you talked about how movies seed certain things, they just put in a little bit of it, uh, knowing that that element is going to actually be part of a flourishing narrative throughout that particular program. Like I could go into right. all the Tyler Perry stuff and show you how he right. seeded a lot of his movies many years ago. And it was all funny. Now it's utterly and totally perverse because it was seeded. And right. people bought into right. the seed. They embraced the seed. Now they're now they're given over to full full grown porn. The whole movie is full grown porn. And these are the same people that quickly will talk about hallelujah and praise the Lord. And they're thanking right. God for their blessing. But the seed, like you said, uh, Idris, has grown up. And, and what has it done? It has connect, contaminated so many undiscerning people that they don't know how to distinguish light from darkness. Now, they are trapped in that matrix of perversion. And unless they have a true spiritual quickening, they can't get out because now they're addicted. Yeah. And, you know, when you when they say, you know, they'll be calling bad, good and good, bad. It's like I could already see the next generation when you actually point to biblical wording, they're going to think that the, the, the Bible is evil. Like 100 percent. In fact, they're doing it now. You're already there, man. Uh, just keep framing your 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 categories 
and, and continue developing your capacity to expound it because you, you have that prophetic edge. I'm going to let you know now. And that's not unusual either. Let me just let you know this before I take the break. Um, God definitely uses young people. So don't don't try to wait till you're 50 years old. He started with me in my 20s. And, you know, I was getting at it early on because I had discernment and, and I was bold enough to tell people the truth. And when you have that clarity, man, you know, ask God to actually hone that gift and share that with people and, uh, and, and you know, and, and, and give them the remedy, which is Christ. And the third person being the, the mechanism by which they will have the power to overcome these traps. Make sure that you continue to build your gift, though, because you have a gift of discernment and then also some levels of articulation, which means you may have also the gift of knowledge and wisdom. Keep applying that, Idris, because that's the reason why God gives you that clarity. It's not just for you. It's for uh, for people in your community, young and old. Keep pushing into it. Keep pushing. He'll open that door. He'll grant you an opportunity to um, to to encourage people to open their eyes to these realities because that's exactly I mean just in the movie element what a big what a what a big narrative theater that is a huge theater transforming the the culture as a whole you definitely have to be able to slay the dragon in that community so so keep up the good work man God bless you, Pastor. Appreciate All right, you. You too. Bless you. Bless you. I'm going to take a break. Uh, JB, you hold on because uh, we hit on some good spots right there with Idris on that particular topic. Very good. Very good calls. Very good topics. We'll continue after the break on this Monday edition of Lifeline. Three lines open. one 3675 We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And the, we're back in the time of 621 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Three lines open if you want to join the conversation. one 888 to reach yours truly. one 888 to extend our very profitable conversations across the board. All of our callers had... Uh, a great subject matter that is uh, of, of spiritual significance, I think, richly uh, uh, edifying to our listener base. And, uh, I, you know, I meet a lot of you people uh, not too infrequently, and, and I'm surprised at how many of you um, are listening to The Monday Show. And I, and I want to thank you for it, too. And, uh, you know, keep praying for me that I might just continue doing the same thing that I do. I, I think it's I think it's a public service that is biblical in nature and God exalting. And perhaps you do learn some things. But I've got three lines open, one triple eight, three six seven five, three two nine. Uh let's go to line number three, talk with our brother J B in Rona Park. J B, are you there? Yeah, man, and uh one day hopefully I can get down to you and uh meet you in person too. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be that would be cool, man. Now, how hard is it to get up from Rona Park? Now, Rona Park is an area that I'm very well, very well familiar with. One of my elders lives up there. In fact, you know, a little bit further up now, but uh, Rona Park is where he used to live. And so we would go up there quite frequently. It's not that far of a ride to the Bay Area. Not on a Sunday morning, man. Traffic's a little light. So uh, yeah. I just got to get myself up and uh, get on down there in time. But I, I, I've caught you online at least once uh, and watched you play the bass and all that. And so okay, uh, cool. and, uh, and you, uh, I think you were preaching early in the year and you were talking about, uh, you know, 
you're talking about uh, when uh, Sennacherib was uh, taunting the uh, Hezekiah, I think it was. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I caught that one, so that was good. Yeah, man. Yeah, what's your thoughts, man? What you what you feeling? Man, everybody's bringing a lot of good points, so it's like every time I hear somebody talk, I'm, I'm like, oh, I want to piggyback on that. Uh-huh. But uh, then somebody else comes in, and I say, oh, maybe I want to piggyback on that. But um, I mean, think about you know, what Idris. Idris <laughs> is a young – how old are you, JB? I'm 45. Okay, so you're in between me and Idris. You're – yeah, you're exactly in between me. You're older than Idris. You're younger than me. And so you're right in the pocket. He was talking about how the enemy seeds good things yeah. with, with evil. How insightful is that for a young brother to be able to capture? Because you know what we'll do? We will we will go, you know, uh, that's just a little thing. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. But in, in reality, if you know that that particular program or that event or that yes. sitcom or that element has the sway of millions of people and is going to be on for some period of time, you got to know that it's going to be able to make wedge itself into a person's conscious or, or oh, yeah. bore a hole into their spirit and get them. Yeah. You know, bro. OK, so let's work with that. Uh, and man, I love listening to Idris call in, uh, and, and hear him, you know, growing and, and, and how he's becoming, uh, I, I think a better thinker, Amen. uh, brother Idris, keep on listening, man. Let's, let's get sharp. That, that's my attitude on that. Amen. Uh, Cause I feel like every time we call in this conversation that we're all happening, having here, we're, it's like the Bay area brothers and sisters that are, that are connecting but KFAX has given us this opportunity to, to connect, you know, East Bay, I agree. North Bay, South Bay, across the country, Canada, all that. We're yep. sharpening each other. And, and I believe that the audience is much broader than what we realize, even though we got our regular uh, callers. But I want to say, since you're bringing it up like that, man, and you're, and you're directing it that way, you talk about Aldous Huxley. Right. Um, I've read Brave New World, I've read uh, 1984, and I've read some more of Aldous Huxley, and, and what comes to mind, man, for me is, you know, the way God made our brains, and the way that we retain information, uh, our conscious mind, our subconscious mind, and how our, our brains have been studied, Aldous Huxley, wrote, and this man died in 1963. Sure. He was doing a... He was doing a lot of research, and, and you know, Orwell, he passed away in, before 1950. So all these men were doing all this research, and, and they, were, they were really educated, and, and then they were, they were gathering all this information. But Aldous Huxley wrote in one of his books, I, 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 you know, forgive me if I don't get it completely right, everybody, but it's either The Doors of Perception or Brave New World Revisited. It's one of those two, I believe. Got it. He, he cited a study where they experimented on unwilling or unknowing people in a movie theater. And he, he, they, this was back when people would go to the movies and they would all sit there and they would watch the, the, the movie in two parts and there would be an intermission in between. But in the first half of the movie, they spliced in subliminal messages. Right. And they, they spliced in on every one, I think it was every one five hundredth of a frame, something like that, eat popcorn and drink Coke. Right. And they, they tested how that subliminal message affected the audience by, at the intermission, 
all the audience went and, you know, used the restroom and then they went and bought, they, they, they measured the sales of popcorn and Coke at, at, between um, when they had the, the subliminal message and when they didn't. And the subliminal message spiked the sales of popcorn and Coke five times. So here we are taking in through our eye gates and into our brains all of these things that are not that are beyond, far infinitely beyond into our into our psyche. Um, subliminal messages, all sorts of things, not at one five hundredth of a frame, but at this like high definition streaming. And I, 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 you know, he made a great point last week about us being zombified and how it turns us into, if you watch a child and you place them in front of a television screen, you just watch their eyes, you watch their head dip, you watch their eyes lock into the frame. They already, look, look, JB, they already have the statistics on that. They they have, they have put, they have put indicators uh, on the brain to demonstrate how that the brain starts to dis defunction, not even function, yep. not even light up, not even do anything, how, how that they go brain dead fundamentally, particularly when they're stuck on computers, how they lose the capacity for any kind of real legitimate engagement. They've done those kind of uh, newer technological, technologically advanced researches uh, and have proven the effects of uh, hyper social uh, media activity on children, as you are uh, uh, stating, man, and it's it's clear and it's understandable how our society could now be zombies in areas of moral and ethical uh, urgency. It's in the area in which we have to be responsible that they are not being responsible because they can't be responsible because they're not being trained to be responsible. Well, you know, we we're told by the by our Lord to be responsible, right? You know, uh, he. You know, I guess if I got to say anything, it's like God didn't save us to be somebody's zombie, right? You know, He redeemed us. He set us free to optimize our our. You know, to 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 to, to live a new life, and every day that we're free, um, we live. You know, every day we wake up is really just in one more day to live. For, for God, for the for the glory of God. I agree. So uh, by by submitting our minds, you know, I mean, I think of uh, Romans twelve, chapter one. It says, you know, do not you know conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Don't don't you know? It's fine to like be entertained. Everybody likes that. You know, I like that. That's all good. But once you start, once you understand that. The, the really the, the the television and technology is being used as a as a brainwashing mechanism. I mean, um, you never look at it quite the same. Listen, you nailed it. You nailed it. It's it's a it's a it's a prominent uh, focal point of the uh, diabolical working of the enemy. It's the it's the manifestation of the idolatry of the idol. The television is the image of the beast and human beings are now being created in the image of the image of the beast. And the power structures know that they have them via that entity. Exactly like you said, human beings are no longer being transformed by the renewing of their mind that they might know what the good and acceptable and perfect will of God is. And and again, sadly, Christians don't uh, because they're trapped by an authority 
that is uh, really predicated upon the dark powers of this world system. It's really as clear as that. Listen, you you nailed it. And so we just have to pray that God would deliver people. And if they are not going to be delivered, then, you know, then there goes the battle. And so keep your eyes open and keep telling men and women the truth. I've got to take a hard break. When we come back, we'll continue this conversation on the Monday edition of Lifeline. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back on the other side of 6.30, 20 minutes to go. Two lines open, one 888 JB gave us something else to think about. You know, if you're in, a, if you're in the matrix and, and you are, whether you know it or not, either you are laying there asleep or you are awake. Uh, and, and if you are, you know that you have to do diligence with everything you're seeing and hearing because most of it, is being channeled through uh, uh, an agenda and, and, and complicity on the part of human beings is a non-negotiable. The, the word of God makes it very clear. You shall not follow a multitude to do evil. So you have to discern two things, the multitude and the evil. And and free men and women just don't have uh, the luxury of just, you know, drifting along with the uh with the uh, loose uh, material and, uh, you know, uh, debris that goes down river. You just don't. You got to swim against it. And hopefully in swimming against it, you can wake, wake people up to the reality of, uh, of the true light of the world uh, and, uh, and his righteousness before the lights go out. So hopefully we are doing that. Let's go to line number two quickly and talk with Lamont from San, San Lorenzo. Lamont, are you there? Yes, I am. I, good evening. Uh, good What's afternoon. going on, man? Not much. Uh, nature of my question, which is a question, mm-hmm. and I'm asking for your knowledge concerning some of the statements stated by a doctor, Christine uh, Northrup, uh, concerning the vaccine. Is this a time to bring up such a question? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You can bring it up. What's her proposition? Okay, uh, what I've heard is mm, a lot of um, ingredients being in the vaccine, but to speed dial to the question, uh, based on what I heard her say, and she has a lot of heavy, heavy credentials, a lot of experience, a lot of education, um, that she mentioned that it, the, the vaccine is not only uh, can, can be considered an agent within the body to promote infertility, but that it can have an aggression through the liquids or the breath of the vaccined individual that can ill affect someone who has never had the vaccine in a status of pregnancy. Right. So you want to know some some uh, insight into that. A couple of things I could say about that, that they've already do, done the research. You can go to V.A.E.R.S. dot com vaccine adverse effects uh, response dot mm-hmm. uh, com where they have a litany of uh, the responses that have occurred since people have taken the vaccine, Lamont. And mm-hmm. it would affirm not only what she has stated, but Dr. Ted Pen- uh, Tenpenny, as well as Dr. Simone Gold, as well as Dr. Uh, Mikovich and many others 
that that women that are pregnant never should have at all been uh, subject to the vaccine. They, this has been a concern from the beginning about how it in, infects, uh, impacts the, 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 the fetus or the baby in the womb. And there have been already many cases of miscarriage, many cases of miscarriage. Uh, one of the prominent uh, responses to many of the vaccines is what is called thrombosis. And doctors would immediately know what that is. And that is blood clotting, blood clotting all through the body, which means there's some other thing going on that's creating the blood clotting. Now, I'm not going to get into it because it's not time for it, but anyone can do the research and find out what that means. And of course, if a baby is subject to that kind of invasion of the spike protein and the antibodies going after what they would consider uh, any potential uh, uh, virus or antigen mm-hmm. in, in the body, uh, then yeah, it's going to cause it's going to cause miscarriages, and the miscarriages have already occurred uh, multiple times around the world. And again, if you go to I could actually send it to you. I still haven't got your email yet, but I can send it over to you visual clips. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think about a, a, a website I could just share with you now if you wanted to go to it. Um, I have a pen and paper. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to besides Vaxxers, V-A-X-X-E-R dot com, Vaxxers dot com. I'm also thinking about um, it's another word. I'm visualizing it now. And as I think it's it'll come back. But in any event, I'll send it over to your wife and can send it to you. It's an affirmation okay. of what this lady has been concerned about. And many doctors have been concerned about it. And uh, it, it is definitely something that is part of the um, the uh, vaccine adverse effect. Uh, response system. And so it's true. This is not speculative. This is not theoretical. It is certainly true. Now, on the other side of that that proposition is this. The simple assertion is this, that the notion that the vaccine shields a person from getting COVID is a lie. Uh, The CDC does not say that. The CDC does not affirm that. There are arguments as to whether or not how much protection the vaccine produces, but it's certainly clear just based upon the newer uh, cases that are occurring. People are getting the virus after having get, gotten the vaccine. Um, okay, and, okay. and therefore, the, if the vaccine is attractable, if you can receive it, it also means that you can actually communicate it to others. That That's only logical. And therefore, this is why the CDC is still telling people to wear masks and social distance, even though people have been vaccinated, which means there is no fundamental shielding taking place that can absolutely protect you from the virus. And that's a sad reality that people should have known before they got the vaccine, because two things are going on here, Lamont. One is if people are going in under the assumption that the vaccine is going to create a full body shield and it doesn't, that's a false pretense. That's one. Secondly, if they don't understand the downside to the vaccine adverse effect, the list is about 20 major symptoms that any person could succumb to, depending upon their own you know, physiology, depending upon any kind of comorbidity. Um, but but the common ones are, um, are very clearly laid out. I'll send that material over to you so you can visualize it for yourself. But let me ask you the question beyond that basic query, 
What were your thoughts about her assessment? Um, given her credentials and given her um, listings and she showed words and everything, I it's definitely worth investigating. It, 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 it triggered an alarm in me. Uh, and I want to be conservative. I don't want to be, you know, um, radical about it. Yeah, right. I want to go in the right direction with right. my um, incentive and zeal towards right. doing the right thing with with uh, educated information. Um, I actually called my son today and asked him, had he got the vaccine? He told me no, my youngest son. Right. And I asked him to give me his word that he would not get it until he talked with me personally. And right. he gave me his word. That's my good. My has already uh, received it, uh, right. my, my daughter, you know. Um, right. But let me, and I don't mean to take up so much time, but let me reiterate my, my question. Is through the vaccine individual, does, it, does that person become contagious and adversely contagious to a non-vaccine, say, woman who is pregnant to ill-affect her child within her. That, that, that one question. there is a stretch in this regard. Let me, let me see if I can uh, kind of talk that one through. It's, it, the, the hypothesis is a little bit challenging because what, what we're talking about is the effect of the vaccine, not the effect of COVID-19. Yeah, that's what I'm speaking of. That's what I brought up. Yes. Right. So so COVID-19 is easily endurable by women that have been pregnant. We've got sisters in our church that valiantly went through COVID and uh, came out well, even even with uh, being pregnant and having their children. Uh, The people that actually get COVID and overcome COVID are the best protected by their own natural biological antibodies and and immune system as you could ever get. This is what most of the leading doctors are saying. You cannot beat your own godly, divinely uh, ordained immune system, no matter what kind of uh, gene therapy technology is being offered to us. The best immunity is your own natural immunity. And I'm thankful for that. makes all the sense in the world to me. So in that sense, the concern would be that her hypotheses around what she would be shedding, this is called shedding, when you are able to mm-hmm. cough and, and breathe right. and elements of the virus get, get into other people's system, what she would be shedding. And the concern that that doctor might be imposing is that what she is shedding is now a modified version of the right. uh, COVID that is a consequence of this gene therapy that might have other elements in it that could affect a pregnant woman. That has to be worked through. That that one there, I would yes. I would say, if you could hear others who would uh, make assertions like that and be able to demonstrate that, then that becomes another problem. It's not outside of the concern that some doctors, Dr. Um, uh, Van Gert Bosch talked about that, that people who are vaccinated um, could be in more danger in terms of transmitting uh, more uh, serious viral uh, contamination than people who are not vaccinated. We're hoping, and he is too, that that is not the case because that reverses, this reverses the, uh, the nemesis nature of the virus. If, in fact, people who are getting vaccinated, vaccinated 
are much more uh, uh, liable of contaminating people than we're walking around under a false notion that the vaccinations are a shield for something when they could actually be a proponent of communicating something else because of the correlation between the, the natural virus and the gene therapy that's that's now attacking that sp- spike protein and creating something else inside that person's body while they are shedding it. That's That, that conversation is being had and they're working that through right now. I hope that's wrong because what you and I are kind of hoping or at least living with is a group of people deciding to get the vaccine, right? Right. And they're and they're getting it out of goodwill and they're hoping that, you know, it builds it builds their it protects their immune system or assists their immune system should they get COVID. Uh and, and therefore they also are hoping that um that because of the minimal effects of COVID that they do get, that they will be minimal participants in shedding it to other people. This is what we're hoping to. We're hoping that somehow there is a positive benefit in the in the in the vaccine. This has not yet proven to be the case. They're they're hoping that, but it has not yet proven to be the case. So until that has actually proven to be the case, it's a pure hypothetical. And a number of doctors are saying some other things about it that we have to simply be diligent uh, and careful about until that evidence comes in. But the evidence is certainly in about the impact of the uh, vaccines uh, causing mm-hmm. miscarriages and impacting uh, pregnant women uh, without a doubt. So um, with the direct just, vaccine, of course. Yeah. Yes. You so you still got your work cut out. You got you got your work yeah. cut out. Look, I'm late. Uh, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll keep, we'll continue passing it on and working it through as we're called to do. Thanks for the call. We'll be right back. You Thank guys. And now back to lifeline. All right, let's quickly go to line number one and talk with Kiana while we have a few minutes left. Kiana, are you there? Hi, Pastor Jeff. Hey, what's going on young lady? What's up? Hi, I was calling because I was listening to what, um, Idris was saying earlier yeah. about all the messages in movies and media and it's just it's just so sad how the world has allowed a little a little bit of this and a little bit of that and then you look up and it's just all this perversion all this sexual stuff that is being exposed to children through cartoons and commercials and it's become normal and it's just really sad and parents and caregivers need to really pay attention to what their children are watching. There's no doubt about it. We're so down. Social media too because they're normalizing sexual activity so I know you know what fans only is, right? What's that? Fans only. Yeah, yeah. Heard of fans only, so yeah. that's like that's basically like back page, but it just has another label. That's right. But they don't want to call it that, and it's just really sad that young girls feel like, or young women and men feel like they have to put themselves out there, yeah, make money or whatever they call themselves doing, trying to make themselves a brand, and it's just like it's just really sad. It's like it's not even that you're you you have no self esteem and you have no sense of Christ anything you're just doing whatever someone else tells you to do for temporary gain and pleasure 
Well, yeah, and that's because their identities have no longer been shaped uh, in a biblical way. When when people lose a sense of who they are, what their identity is, then they're going to be desperately trapped by models that come along that take advantage of their weakness, whether it's psychological, whether it's emotional, whether it's social, and then they're going to conform to that community in order to have some kind of affirmation of their existence. And that's certainly true. But we've been on a trajectory for over 70 years, Canada, of uh, sexual revolution, homosexual revolution, and now we are in this other matrix of wilding out at such uh, such gargantuan levels that we don't even know how to put the genie back in the bottle again. And that's why you're seeing all of these modes of expression that are fundamentally uh, perverse and is rooted in men and women not actually having a true identity are one that is to be given to them by God. They don't know who they are in God. They certainly don't know who they are in Christ and they're dislodged from biblical truth. And as a consequence, they are subject to the winds and currents of culture. And that's not gonna change until something calamitous takes place in our society. And the way God generally does it, my dear sister and my listening audience, is that after many, many, many uh, warnings to society about a bad way of immorality, he allows some type of natural catastrophe to occur to stop men and women in their uh, track and awake them up by a stupefying judgment. And then they realize that they were going down a wrong path. That probably is the next major thing that you and I will experience in our world, a major calamitous judgment by God that will wake humanity up to this delusional dimension in which we are operating right now. Unfortunately, that's the way God works. Anyhow, thank you for the call, sweetheart. Continue to be diligent and vigilant and thoughtful and sober and prophetic and yes, and priestly as well. Pray for one another and uh, pray for everyone and, and preach the truth as it in Christ, as it is in Christ and do it in love. Until next time, God bless you. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of KFAX. Copyright Salem Communications, all rights reserved.